Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of medial and lateral epicondylitis found under the MSK section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 25-year-old man presents to his primary care physician due to elbow pain. He reports that the pain affects his right arm and is located in the right aspect of the elbow. He says that the pain is typically a 3 out of 10 at baseline, but increases to an 8 out of 10 when playing badminton or squash. On physical exam, there is tenderness upon palpation of the lateral epicondyle, as well as pain with resisted wrist extension while the elbow is fully flexed. Let's continue with an introduction to medial and lateral epicondylitis. In terms of the anatomy, remember that the distal humerus contains both the medial and lateral epicondyle, which serve as the origin site for wrist flexors and extensors. The medial epicondyle is the origin site for the wrist flexors. The lateral epicondyle is the origin site for the wrist extensors. And microscopic analysis of the affected tendons demonstrate an angiofibroblastic degeneration and collagen disarray, but there are no signs of inflammation as this is an overuse syndrome. Clinical definitions of medial epicondylitis include overuse injury affecting the wrist flexor tendons that originate in the medial epicondyle. This may include the pronator teres and flexor carpi radialis muscles, which are typically injured. This is also known as golfer's elbow. Lateral epicondylitis is defined as an overuse injury affecting the wrist extensor tendons that originate in the lateral epicondyle. The extensor carpi radialis brevis muscle is more commonly affected, but the extensor digitorum communis muscle can occasionally be injured as well. This is also known as tennis elbow. And remember that lateral epicondylitis is much more common than medial epicondylitis. Now let's discuss these two diseases in more detail. For medial epicondylitis, the mechanism is excessive wrist flexion activities. Symptoms may include medial elbow pain, and exam findings include tenderness to palpation at the medial epicondyle. There will also be pain with resisted wrist flexion while the elbow is extended, and there may be pain with passive wrist extension while the elbow is extended. Management includes activity modifications, such as avoiding exacerbating activities. Physical therapy and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs may also be used. For lateral epicondylitis, the mechanism is excessive wrist extension activities. Symptoms include lateral elbow pain. Exam findings include tenderness to palpation upon palpating the lateral epicondyle, and there will be pain with resisted wrist extension while the elbow is extended, as well as pain with passive wrist flexion while the elbow is extended. Management includes activity modification, such as avoiding exacerbating activities. Other options include counterforce brace physical therapy, and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to medial and lateral epicondylitis, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 34-year-old right-hand dominant man presents to his primary care physician for right elbow pain. The pain started two days ago, and he rates it as 5 out of 10 in severity. He denies fever, chills, or any prior trauma to the elbow. He has no prior medical history and takes no other medications. He is an avid racket sports player and fan. Physical exam reveals a physically fit man 
with point tenderness over his lateral right elbow. The pain is reproduced during passive wrist flexion with the forearm pronated, as well as resisted wrist extension with the elbow extended. The cause of this patient's condition is located at the origination of which of the following muscles? And the answer choices are, choice one, extensor carpi radialis brevis. Choice two, flexor carpi radialis. Choice three, flexor digitorum superficialis. Choice four, pronator quadratus. Or choice five, pronator teres. The best answer to this question is, choice one, extensor carpi radialis brevis. This patient's presentation with lateral elbow pain that is reproduced on passive wrist flexion and resisted wrist extension is consistent with lateral epicondylitis, also known as tennis elbow. The pathology of this condition is located at the lateral epicondyle of the humerus, which is also the site of origin for the extensor carpi radialis brevis. Lateral epicondylitis is an overuse injury that causes inflammation at the origin of the common extensor tendon at the lateral epicondyle. It is commonly seen in tennis players between the ages of 35 and 50 years and is commonly attributed to the backhand swing. Muscles that originate on the lateral epicondyle include the ECRB, extensor carpi ulnaris, extensor digitorum, extensor digiti minimi, and anconeus. Physical exam classically reveals elbow pain with passive wrist flexion in the forearm pronation and resisted wrist extension with a fully extended elbow. Initial treatment is non-operative and includes activity modification, ice, and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Operative management can be considered if non-operative treatment fails. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. Flexor carpi radialis is a wrist flexor and radial deviator that originates at the medial epicondyle. An analogous overuse injury at the medial epicondyle is implicated in medial epicondylitis, or golfer's elbow. Choice 3. Flexor digitorum superficialis is a finger and wrist flexor that originates at the medial epicondyle. Choice 4. Pronator quadratus is a hand pronator located at the distal forearm. It originates at the medial surface of the ulna, and inserts on the lateral surface of the radius. It does not cross the elbow joint. Choice 5. Pronator teres is a forearm pronator that originates at the medial epicondyle. Finally, a bullet summary. Lateral epicondylitis, or tennis elbow, is an overuse injury that manifests with inflammation at the site of origin of the common extensors at the lateral epicondyle of the humerus. That's all for this review about medial and lateral epicondylitis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, We'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 Podcast.